Unfolding the eternal excellences, the hidden insights of the truth and the depth of the riches of wisdom and knowledge. The Bible says, I have cleansed thee by the word. I have not pointed to your weaknesses. He says, I have cleansed thee by the word. I have pointed to your strength. And this is your strength, that I am Christ in you, the hope of glory. The glory of freedom, the glimpses into eternity. The gospel is not supposed to be an assumption. It's not supposed to be just a mere presupposition. Truth is older than language, but the word of God is way deeper than any human language. And now, Apostle Grace with the word. Can we open our Bibles? To First Peter. First Peter, chapter 1. We'll read from the Amplified Version. Amplified. Amplified. Like Bishop. Bishop says, Bishop of Marriage says, Amplified. Can we read from the Amplified? Okay, let's go. Can we all read? Peter, an apostle, a special messenger of Jesus Christ, writing to the elect exiles of the dispersion, scattered sold abroad in Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, and Asia, and Bithynia. Next line. Who were chosen and foreknown by God, the Father, and consecrated, sanctified, made holy by the Spirit to be obedient to Jesus Christ, the Messiah, and to be sprinkled with his blood. May grace, spiritual blessing, and peace be given you in increasing abundance. That spiritual peace to be realized in and through Christ. Freedom from fears, agitating passions, and moral conflicts. Praise God. Next line. Praised, honored, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah. By his boundless, boundless, boundless mercy, we have been born again. We, we have been born again to an ever-living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Hallelujah. Next line. Born anew into an inheritance which is beyond the reach of change. Ah! We are born. We are born into an inheritance which is beyond the reach. Oh, it means beyond changing. We are born into something that is beyond the reach of change. That's why Fanero, listen. Ondagasopa. <laughs> Listen, we are born into something that is beyond the reach of change. And decay. Meaning, listen, this, this move of God cannot end. Listen, there are revivals that started and ended. But listen, when you understand this, this move of God cannot decay. It cannot end. It means we shall be like this forever and ever and ever. Amen. He says, which is beyond the reach of change. I didn't come to preach this. And decay, imperishable, unsullied, unfading, reserved in heaven for you. Next line. Who are being guarded, garrisoned by God's power, through your faith, till you fully inherit that final salvation that is ready to be revealed 
for you in the last time. Praise God. Praise God. That's the Bible reading. Now listen, I want to put this into context. If you study very carefully, Paul is writing to the Jews that had been scattered in exile. They were scattered in Pontus, praise God, in Galatia, praise God, in Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia. Paul is writing to the Jews specifically, but the Bible tells us that they had been scattered in all these places. Why? Because of persecution. Praise God. Because of persecution, Paul is writing to the various Jews because he had, God had given him the grace to the Jews. Praise God. So he's writing to the Jews in Cappadocia, in Asia, in Pontus. Now, this is how he starts. He says, elect. You see, listen. Listen. When you understand this very carefully, you start realizing that persecution can have effect to a man, either positively or negatively. But what matters is how the man responds. It means your response becomes, listen, your response is what's important. It does not matter, listen, who is against you. It does not matter what's coming your way. But what's important is how do you respond? How, how, how do I respond? Because, listen, let me tell you something. When, when, when things happen to us physically, if you, you, you respond carnally, that's reacting. If a guy slaps you, you slap them back. Praise God. That's carnal. But listen, what makes change is response. Praise God. Many people have not understood one thing. They have not understood one thing, very simple thing, is that we are not in this world. We are not of this world. That, that mindset has not settled. It, 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 it has not dawned on them that what's happening, listen, is not in your realm. Listen, many people, listen, if, if, if you hear, I'm a pastor, so many people come, tell me of issues and this and that, 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 that whatever it is. It could be a sickness, it could be an issue, it could be whatever, whatever. But then you realize that the problem is their response to the matter. That's all. That's all. That's all. It does not matter. Listen, when you became born again, listen, the Bible is talking about a salvation that is beyond change. Hallelujah. It means, listen, what you were born into, no man, not even yourself, can I repeat this? Not even yourself can change it. Listen, the blessing that's upon us was not about us. The Bible says he swore to our, listen, God swore to our father Abraham. He, he told him, I swear. I swear. You sh he said, listen, this is deeper than what you want to do. This is deeper than what the enemy wants to do. This is deeper than what the world says. What we carry, listen, was a, listen, was a relationship God had with Abraham. Praise God. Can you help me get me that, get me that scripture? I think it's in Luke somewhere. I think it's Luke 175, I think. Let me show you something. Luke 1. No, just go the, the previous verse. The previous verse. 73. Ah, yeah, yeah. Now here, God did not swear. The Bible says, the oath which he swear to our father Abraham. Listen, in Hebrews, God swore. And the Bible says, because he could not swear by any greater, the Bible says he now made an oath. Why did he make an oath? To end all strife. It means, listen, God swore. He said, listen, you shall be blessed. He said, you are blessed. He said, I swear. 
Because, listen, God could swear to no greater. He said, now, now that you, you, you want to understand it properly, let me make an oath. What is an oath? To end all strife. The oath which is swear to our father Abraham, giving me amplified version, amplified version. The com- he called it, amplified calls it the covenant he sealed by oath to our forefather, Abraham, to end all strife. Next line. To grant us that we being delivered from the hand of our foes might serve him fearless. It means, it means, when God, listen, when God made an oath with Abraham, the Bible says that we being delivered from our enemies may serve the Lord fearlessly. It means you serve God with no fear in your heart. You, you serve God fearing nothing. The only fear you carry is the fear of God, which is reverential. The fear he's talking about, the fear of God is what he's about to do. Are you getting me? That's why when you say you are, you are doing something new, that's fear now. That's reverence. That's we were called to serve him that way. But to have fear of nothing else. Are you getting me? Let me tell you. Uh, about last year, I remember we went to a school. We went to a school. I went with Pastor Nixon and a few people. And uh, this school, the headmaster, was into witchcraft. So the guy was, it was somewhere in the east. I forget the name. I won't mention it. Praise God. So I remember, Apostle Grace asked me to go. I went with Pastor Nixon and a few people. We got to the place. <laughs> Let me tell you you, you, you have not seen witchcraft in a school. As soon as we turned to the gate, listen, I asked, is this a school? It didn't look like a school, praise God. It looked like some deserted shack, are you getting me? Where, listen, looting happened, are you getting me? And, and, and everybody was killed, are you getting me? I turned, I said, is this a school? They said, it's a school. The atmosphere, listen, was unbelievable. It, listen, let me tell you something. Some of you still don't know whether there is witchcraft. We, if you're spiritual, thank God for this free, listen, presence of God that's here. The, the presence there was thick. <laughs> witchcraft. I remember we got in, we got in. They actually didn't, ask, didn't want us to see the girls. Though it was a girls' school. They didn't want us to see the girls. They said, uh-uh. the headmaster had sent a, 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 said, if those people come, I don't want them to see any girl. However, they wanted to see us. So we get in. The teachers come to us. They say, uh, you can't see the girls. We said, but we came to minister to students. Now, I saw, we saw the students who were in windows. They wanted to come. Praise God. But they had been stopped. We entered the, the church and talked talk to them for a bit. Thankfully, eventually, they allowed the students in. The girls come into the chapel. It was a small chapel. We had our, uh, some of our worshippers. Where did we go to? I don't remember. Esther and some. The Esthers went to lead worship. Eh? They led. Uh, you understand? I could see them telling me, Papa, come. I didn't get the mic. I didn't, the, the, the atmosphere was even against worship. I remember Esther, Esther was, was always presenting me the mic that come, you understand, come. It was something, let me tell you, it was something else. Something else. Pastor Nixon also got on, gave a testimony 
You understand? But he was not his usual self. You know the crazy Pastor Nixon? He was... I told him, get on fast. He, to, you know, blow them with a testimony, maybe about being healed of HIV or something crazy. What? Some of you don't know. It was a mission. Those who are there know. Pastor Nixon gives me the mic. I say hallelujah. Man, the thing was dry. I say, watch this. Let me, let me tell you, sometimes you have been so in the presence of God that when you get into that kind of atmosphere, it's strange. It's strange. It's strange. Speak, speaking in tongues sounded like you're forcing life. Are you getting me? You know, we thank God for unction. I began speaking in tongues, I remember. I just began. I got on the pulpit. I began speaking in tongues. Mando, Seba. They are watching. Before I knew it, everyone is speaking in tongues. Our whole team. They have understood now. We started speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues. You understand? Then it began raining. You go, this, the witchcraft. It began raining. And the, the school had iron sheets. So the rain was so heavy. It began. We spoke in tongues. After about 15, I think it was 15, 20 minutes, the kids are looking at us. They don't know what these ministers are doing. <laughs> then I started feeling a releasing in my spirit. Are you getting me? <laughs> I started feeling it inside. You, get, you see, I, was, I didn't need... I started feeling God starting to open up something in me. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, the moment I started opened my mouth, I started... Listen, we had gone to cast out demons. We didn't cast out that day. I started teaching the word. You, you get me? It was coming out from me like, like swords, cutting through the spirit. Are you getting me? The atmosphere started changing. Are you getting me? Cutting, cutting, cutting. Before I knew it, the kids' eyes started coming out. You see, they started looking. They started getting excited. Are you getting me? Oh, teachers started looking. The atmosphere changed. Totally. Listen. Totally, totally. Before we knew it, of course, many gave their lives to Christ. Many were healed. Listen, the whole school, listen, all girls in that school had pains. All of them. And witchcraft had gone to another level. I don't want to say everything they were doing. All of them had, listen, when you say any, the whole congregation comes forward. I pray God sends some of you for ministry. I pray. Receive it. Listen, God, listen, God should send you. And that, listen, God, listen, God should send you so that you understand what you carry. Many got healed. Listen, of course, a few devils disappeared. You know, the place was, became, the girls became alive. Then we say it now. We want, I said, I want the headmaster. We want to see him. I said, I want him. I want him. We went to these men of God. They went to give him information. He said he can't see us. He feared. I believe, I believe he, he must even have locked up his house. Are you getting me? Because he was scared that if we got inside there, we we're going to finish him. Praise God. Because this headmaster actually was the witch doctor. Praise God. I don't know why. Listen, some of you may not understand why I'm saying this. Some of you may not, listen, imagine. Because, listen, for you, some of you, you're in Fanero. You always come here. The presence of God is alive. You can, you know, you are alive. But listen, there are places where people don't know God. There are places where people don't experience what you have. 
Listen, there are places where people don't see what you see every day. There are places where people don't hear any word from God. There are places, listen, where people don't even know. Listen, don't even know that actually, listen, God exists. Listen, it's true. There are places where people have no idea. They have no idea. They don't even have an idea that God actually works. That's why, listen, it's, it's so funny that even in, in, our religion, in the religious circles, some people say God is good, but they also don't believe it. It's just, it just has become, they say God is good. Then the guy looks down like, my God. He's faithful. Then his spirit tells him, I'm lying. Are you getting me? Because, listen, people don't believe. They don't believe. They don't believe the God that you carry on the inside. They don't. They don't. They don't. So I learned one thing. I learned one thing. Listen, we do not respond. We do not respond to things in this world as of the world. We are not of this world. We are not of this world. Listen, many people are bogged down, not because God does not work in their lives, but many people are bogged down because they actually don't even know or believe that he exists. You'll be shocked. So many people, so many people don't actually believe in the God you believe. Praise God. But I have good news for you today. I have good news for you today that that has changed. That has totally changed in our day. Praise God. It has totally changed. Now listen. Listen. Paul, Peter is speaking to men who are being persecuted. It means they are being killed. They are being put in prison. They are being arrested. They are being beaten for one thing. For the name of, uh, for just for the sake of Jesus Christ. They are being, listen, they are, they are run all over. They have gone to different cities some have actually gone as far as Asia. People have gone as far as Asia. Why? Because of persecution. Now listen to how Paul handles it. Paul, listen, this is how Paul comforts and builds them. He says, listen, you are elect according to the foreknowledge of God. I la- listen, you are elect according to the foreknowledge. According to the forethoughts. The Greek word there is prognosco. According to the foreknowledge of God. It means his meditation of you when you are in the bosom. Listen, Paul takes them away from their situations and starts revealing to them the mind of God pertaining their lives. He says you are elect. Listen, we just elected a president recently. Listen, but now you are elected of God. You are elected of God according to the foreknowledge of God. Of the foreknowledge of God, the Father, through the sanctification of the Spirit. Give it to me in the Amplified. He says, we were chosen and foreknown by God, the Father, and consecrated, sanctified, made holy by the Spirit to be obedient to Jesus Christ. This was a work of the Spirit that you would be obedient to Him. Do you realize that? It has nothing to do with your obedience, but it has everything to do with His sanctification. It means before you are born, you are made obedient. Now, some of you think being obedient to God, saying, when he says, go here, you say, yes. No, 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 no. no. When we talk about obedience, we are talking about things responding to you. Praise God. It means in the realm of the spirit, listen, listen, you are so... Listen, certain things have to work for one rule, because of obedience. Listen, the obedience that we have is not just obedience towards God, but the obedience that things now respond to who we are. Are you hearing me? The Bible says we were set apart, made holy. 
That's why, listen, 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 listen. That's why wherever you go, the presence of God is. Do you realize that our problem in that school was the presence? We, we did, listen, we knew, we, listen, we knew that God was there. God is everywhere. But listen, we wanted to translate, listen, the manifest presence of the Holy Ghost to a place that was manifested by the devil. You see our problem? Our problem is not that God is, yes, of course we got in the school, God was there. Why? Because he's in us. But we also wanted, listen, that atmosphere to become obedient to us. Listen, whereby you go to work and work is obedient. You go to work and work is obedient to you. Listen, in my company, in the way I work, where I work, we cannot have a serious meeting, maybe quarterly meeting, before I preach. It's not possible. And it's not a Christian organization. But one day in their hearts, they said, you know what? We can't have a meeting before he preaches. They feel it. It means, listen, I didn't ask them. Ah, ah, the, the atmosphere became obedient to who I am. The other my GM, the GM was saying, we are blessed to have a pastor in this organization. They are, or with their mouth. Not born again, but he feels they are blessed. When I preach, Muslims come and say, you know what? That's... The other day I was speaking and a Muslim was writing notes. Can that guy... Listen. Yeah, he was writing. He was writing. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it. And the guy is writing. Even him. He's also writing. <laughs> oh... The obedience we're talking about. It's not just a smear. Listen, listen, things being obedient. Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, things being obedient. Listen, listen. A man gives a fast fruit for the first time. Listen, a man gives a fast fruit for the first time in Genesis. Abel gives, the Bible says he gave thereof a fastling of the flock. Praise God. Get, get, get it from me in Genesis. You don't understand this. Genesis. Give me Genesis. Genesis. Maybe three. Is it three? Genesis four. Open Genesis four. Listen. And Abel... He also brought of the fastling of his flock and the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and his offering. Listen, listen. God, God, God had respect to Abel and to his offering. What do I mean here? God, God, God. Pastor Nixon. God had respect to Abel. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Some people, we don't understand this thing. This, this life. We are talking about a place where God respects you. You see, listen. God, listen. God starts respect. He says, Pastor Zach is preaching. You see, there's respect. God, listen. We are not talking about devil's fearing. Ah, we are talking about God having respect. Now, now, God respected him. Why? Because he gave a fast fruit. But James makes me crazy. James says, listen, 
He says, of his own will, begat he us as a kind of fast fruit. You see, we, listen, he begat us as a kind of fast fruit. Meaning, listen, God, listen, God respects. Now listen to a man. There's a man who wants God to work in his life. Then there's a man who walks in the consciousness that God respects him. It means, it, listen, listen, I'm talking about eternity. Eternity respecting a man. Eternity. Listen, you, you get down on your knees, all angels get down on their knees. Are you getting me? Heaven, man. <laughs> Let me tell you. Some, listen, do you know why? Listen, do you know why certain things don't work in people's lives? Because they don't know. 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 The Bible says, of his own will begat us with, with the word of truth. With the word of truth, that we might be a kind, a kind, that we might be the top, that we might be the best, praise God, of his creatures. Hallelujah. That's when you start realizing that actually, many people have actually not understood the way of the Lord. You start realizing that actually they don't understand the way of the Lord. People, listen, people have vain imaginations of the person of Jesus Christ. People have vain imaginations of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. They think he's there in heaven. Are you getting me? They, 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 some even pray that he may come down. Some pray that he may come from down. Praise God. But Paul says, listen. He says, listen, what we preach, listen, is nigh thy mouth, which is in thy heart. The Bible says, which is the word of faith. Do you realize that? So listen, no wonder Proverbs says, Proverbs says, he says, the wisdom of the prudent, the wisdom, the wisdom, the wisdom of a prudent man is to understand his way. You need, listen, it means wisdom, the wisdom of a prudent man is to understand his way. Let me tell you something. If you've never understood your way, listen, everything around you will seem funny. You have never understood. You have never understood how, listen, how everything works around you. You don't understand. It's there clear. He says the wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way. His way. But the folly of fools is deceit. The wisdom, the wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way. It means, listen, God has called every man to understand his way. It means, he said, it's foolishness not for you to know your way. Do you realize that? Do you realize that if a man has not yet understood his way, he'll always struggle. Now, I'm not talking about the ways. I'm talking about the way. I'm not talking about knowing your way. Uh -uh. I'm talking, listen, about a man who has known and, be and understood. Because he knows, he has understood. Praise God. The Bible says the wisdom is the principal thing. It's the principal thing. And with thy getting, get understanding. It's the principal thing. Listen, I did not preach because I, listen, I didn't start preaching because I had a gift. Uh, I started preaching because I saw something in God. I understood, hey. So some people come, people came and said, people, many people phoned and said, how, how, how is it that you're a preacher now? Because if, you, if those who know me for a bit know that I was not in that line. Very clear. That day I understood. Pulpit started looking for me. Are you getting me? Now, Pulpits began looking for me. Then there's a man praying for a pulpit. God, we pray for a door in America. You understand? Please bring America here. Praise God. 
The Bible says the wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way. His way. We're not talking about ways, the ways God works. We're talking about your way. It means there's a way that is for you. It's, it's very clear. The wisdom, it means if you have not yet understood your way, listen, it's, it's, it's not wisdom. Every man ought to have understood their way. Hallelujah. Every man, every man, every man. The Bible talks about David. Saul, the king, had an evil spirit on him. And he said, look, look, look for a man. He said, look for a man. The Bible says, who is cunning? Who is cunning? He's the, main, the word there is skillful. That when he plays the harp, the evil spirit will depart. A guy comes up and says, you know, he says, Master, I know a son. Who is Jesus? He's the son of Jesse. Praise God. He's Jesse's son. He says he is cunning, meaning he's skillful. He's valiant. He's a, the Bible said he's a valiant man. Mighty, mighty, mighty in war. Scripture tells us he was prudent in matters. You see, the, let me tell you something. There's something to learn from David. The Bible says he was prudent in matters. It means David never did anything just because things were happening. No, no, no. He did things because he had understood his way. Praise God. David, listen, people think that David just happened to, listen, be taking food, okay? He was taking food for his brothers because they were at war. Then he sees Goliath. Praise God. When he sees Goliath, he says, hey, I think I can try. No. Salvation is not like that. Uh -uh. Salvation is not like that. Praise God. David, listen, understood his way. The Bible says something very clearly. Let's, let's start from about First Samuel, maybe verse 25. Can we start from 25? Just to have the story a bit. It's important to have the story. Okay? Now listen. And the men of Israel said, have you seen this man that is come up? Surely to defy Israel is he come up. And it shall be that the man who killeth him, the king will enrich him with great riches and will give him his daughter and make his father's house free in Israel. Next line. And David spake to the man that stood by him, saying, what shall be done to the man that killeth this Philistine and taketh away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God. And the people answered him after this manner saying, so it shall be done to the man that killeth him. Next line. And Eliab, his eldest brother, heard when he spake unto the men. Now listen, people think that he was asking. Listen, someone might think that he was asking because he had not heard what had been said. Can I repeat that? Listen. The guy was defying the armies of the living God. David knew it. David knew it. Now he hears guys saying. He's saying the guy who, de who defeats him. Number one. Shall be given the king's daughter. 
He shall be relieved of taxes. Praise God. Praise God. David was not asking because he didn't know. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. People, people, listen, listen. David was not asking the question because he didn't, he didn't know what the man was doing. David was asking the question again because he knew his way. And I want to prove this to you. I want to prove this to you. David was not asking a question because he didn't know. David was, you know, when you ask a question again so that you understand exactly what they are saying, so that when you understand what they're ex- saying, you know exactly what you're going to do. Hallelujah. And Eliab, his eldest brother, heard when he spake unto them, and Eliab's anger was kindled against David. And he said, why comest thou down hither? And with whom thou hast left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know thy pride and the naughtiness of thine heart. For thou art come down that thou mightest see the battle. Praise God. Praise God. Now listen, the, the Spirit of God was speaking to me. He, he, listen, the guy talks about his pride. He, listen, Eliab says, we know your pride. We, we know your pride. You're always, listen, you're always looking after our father's sheep. Praise God. Speaking in tongues, I would imagine. Looking after sheep. Are you getting me? We are, listen, we are seven. You are the eighth. Praise God. You're always away from us. Your pride. Are you getting me? Your pride. Your pride. He says, I know your pride. You're always that side. Praise God. You're always away. Away. Away looking after our father's sheep. He says, I know your pride and the naughtiness of your heart. Let me tell you something. When a man has this thing, the world will call you proud. He says, I know your pride. You narrow guys, you like to say all the time, it's working. What do you mean? It's working. Life is hard. For you're saying it's working. I know your pride. I know you narrow guys. We know your pride. You've just come to say it's working. That's all. I, I see Eliab, this kind, legal, are you getting me? He looked it, but he never had the substance, are you getting me? Eliab looked anointed, but he was not anointed. You Fanero guys, are you getting me? We know your pride. We know your zeal. We are preaching everywhere. Ah, listen, we know your pride. Now look at this madman. I love David. Let me say something. Every time I study David, I, I learn God. Because the Bible says he was a man after God's own heart. David reveals to you the heart of God. When you study the rendering there, he actually carried the heart of God. It means everything David did revealed the heart of God. Now listen, he goes on and says, and when he had removed him, let's go back, and Eliab, okay, next verse, and David said, what have I done? What have I now done? Is this not a cause? Are you getting me? He's asking. He's saying, is this, is there not a cause for me to ask? Do you realize? Is there not a cause for me to ask? Next line. And he turned from him toward another and spake after the same manner. And the people answered him again after the former manner. Next line. And when the words were heard, which David spake, they rehearsed them before Saul, and he sent for him. Now listen. David never told them what he's going to do. He never said what he was going to do. He just asked a question. Now, he asked a question that no man could ever ask. Now, because he asked what no man could ask, listen. The Bible says what David asked was rehearsed. It means guys started rehearsing. He just said, what shall be done to the man? He just said that. 
People began rehearsing. What shall be done? It means, what shall be done? Let me, now, listen. You don't know the presence that was in that place. No man, no mere man could ask that question. You had to be a different guy to say what shall be done. When you say what shall be done, you're, you are telling guys, you, I have the solution. You see, listen, how can a man say what shall be done? And it starts, listen, ripple. Guys, say, what shall be done? What shall be done? What shall be done? What shall be done? It gets to soul. People don't know. Let me tell you something. When, listen, listen, there's a boldness that a man carries who has the understanding of God. You say a word that no man has ever said in a country. Are you getting me? And listen, that word, that word, that word, that word alone. Let's continue. You see, I love this story. Sometimes I can just study David and run mad. And David said to Saul, no, no. And David said to Saul, now listen to the, I imagine David getting to Saul. And David said to Saul, he says, let no man's heart fail because of this man. It means, listen, to David, what was the problem was not Goliath. Ah, to David, men's heart had failed. Listen, the hearts of men, they had failed. Because, listen, the scriptures tell us that whenever Goliath used to come up, he used to, listen, intimidate Israel. He says, listen, bring forth a man to challenge me. And the Bible says, Israel was so afraid. It means everyone ran away whenever David came, whenever Goliath came. But listen, this man asked a question that's so crazy. And David said, listen, and David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. He says, listen, listen, let no man's heart fail because of Goliath. Thy servant will go and fight this Philistine. Finished. Let me tell you something. The word of God carries an attitude. Eh, 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 eh. You think you can say, let no man's heart fail, when the whole world is failing? I imagine, I imagine David looking at it. He says, let no, he opens his arms and says, let no man's heart fail. He says, I'll go. Let me tell you, you need to get into this movie and understand the atmosphere in that place. Listen, we're talking about a guy who was 10 foot. When you study the scriptures, you realize that Goliath was 10 foot. That basketball, is ten, that basketball hoop is 10 foot. You're talking about a guy who was 10 foot. Looking at guys who are hardly 6 feet. But listen, you look at David. He says, listen, he says, let no man's heart fail because of this man. Because of this man. Because of this man. The Bible says the wisdom of the prudent is to understand. Is to understand his way is to understand. I see David saying, he says, listen, he says, you have taught me from my youth. He that taught, listen, you have, David, David, the scriptures tell us, David was taught from his youth. The scriptures say, verse, he says, you have taught me from thy youth. He that have I declared your wondrous works. It means David was a man taught of God. He was not in the fields looking after sheep. Ah, he was being taught of God. Oh, he was being taught of God. He was being taught, as he was taught of God, a lion shows up. Are you getting me? When the lion shows up, he takes one of the sheep. When he takes one of the sheep, one, only one, 
He goes after it. Listen. Listen to the character and attitude of a man of God. Listen. There are certain things. There are certain things that, that cease being issues when a man has understood his way in God. They cease being issues when a man has understood his way in God. You see, the principle here is very simple. The Bible says, it says every prudent man, every prudent man deals with knowledge. The Bible says every prudent man deals with knowledge. When you study the word there, the Bible says every prudent man dealeth with knowledge. Meaning that a man that has understanding only deals in, with things in the realm of perception, not by what he sees. Do you realize? The Greek word there is yada, meaning being, having a, percep- a perception, an awareness of spiritual things. Now, when the Bible says every prudent man dealeth with knowledge, it means we do not deal with things based on how they look. We deal with things based on the perception of what's happening in the realm of the spirit. Now, because, because I'm a prudent man, I deal by knowledge. It means I deal best in the realm of perception. My spiritual senses are what deals with what's happening. Are you getting me? I don't deal with things by what I see. I deal with things by what's happening in God. So he says, every prudent man dealeth with knowledge, but a fool leth open his folly. It means, I, I, my place, listen, my place as a man of God, as a Christian, as a child of God, is that I cease dealing with any phenomena based on physical substance. But I deal based on what perception I am getting from the realm of the spirit. Are you getting me? When I had just met Apostle Grace, God revealed to me about ministry and what God was about to do in Kampala. It was about twice, so I met him. I said, hey, this thing is, what's happening? And God also revealed to me the order. Praise God. It means he he just didn't show me a meeting in town. He even revealed to me the order of the meeting. Are you getting me? So I came and I sat down with him about three years ago. I told him, I've heard this thing. I met him, I remember probably around Bombo Road. I said, "I've, I've seen God doing this. Okay? And the dream was, I had a vision twice. It was twice. So, he told me, very simple, he says, God is about to do that. That's about three years ago, maybe about two years before Vanero began. He did not reveal to me just a meeting. He revealed to me the order of the meeting. Now, at that moment, I was now dealing with knowledge, with what has been revealed by the Spirit of God. Are you getting me? It means I don't need to wait for a crowd to start gathering to know that we're going to have a meeting in Kampala. Do you understand me? I have, listen, God has revealed to me by knowledge of what he is about to do in our day. So that kind of man, because he's prudent, he starts preparing his spirit for that kind of thing. That man, listen, listen, he does not look at the weather to sow. Ah, he starts dealing with things before there's any physical sign. It means before, listen, when they are planning to chuck you at your workplace, you, you have already seen it in the spirit. The Bible says every prudent man dealeth with knowledge. Knowledge. You, th- th- there's something on the inside, listen, that's your, listen. It means even anything, 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 the Bible says prudent man, he deals with knowledge. It means before you have kids, you don't deal with your kids 
when they're born. You are too late. You're too late. I remember, I've already said this. My daughter, before she was born, my wife was pregnant. I woke up, I told her how the kid looks like. I said, the kid looks like this. She's slightly darker than Jeremiah. No, no, no. Are you getting me? I was explaining to her how the kid... Now, I don't need to first have the kid. Are you getting me? To have the kid. Uh-uh. The Bible says every prudent man. It means before you have your business, you, you have already, by reason of knowledge, you have already dealt with the business. Are you getting me? Before that, listen... Before your marriage comes, you have already functioned. Are you getting me? You have seen it. Before you have grandchildren, you have already seen what they are like. The Bible says every... Listen, why would the scripture say every? Every prudent... Listen, listen, this is how we operate. The Bible says we are not of this world. We are not of this world. It means we don't deal with things, listen, physically, based on how they look like. We deal with them spiritually. Now the Bible says every prudent man dealeth with knowledge. Praise God. Now, because the man dealeth with knowledge, there's an understanding that starts forming in his spirit. Praise God. Because you deal with knowledge, you start having understanding of what your marriage will be like before you have it. Before, listen, because you deal with knowledge, you start understanding what your ministry will be like, praise God, before you have it. Are you getting me? Are you getting me? Before, whatever it is, whatever it is in your life, you start having a perception of what it will be like before it even manifests. Now, because you have the understanding. Listen, they have come to David. He, they have called him from the sheep. They have anointed him as the king of Israel. So from that day, the boy actually dealt in the understanding that he was the king of Israel. Now at that point, he was not anointed by a man. He was anointed by the Holy Spirit. So when David starts moving... And the Bible says, when, when they say, listen, this guy, Saul kills a thousand. Day, I mean, David kills 10,000. The Bible says the countenance of Saul changed. Now, if Saul starts acting funny towards David, listen, he deals, David deals with knowledge. Do you realize that? The Bible says, they were seated at dinner. And the Bible says, the evil spirit was upon Saul. He got his javelin and said, I, he threw the javelin. And David, the Bible says David ducked away from it and it hit the wall. Praise God. Praise God. Get me there. Get me there. No, it's in 17, I think. Get me there. Get me there. I want to show you something. I want to show you something. 17. Ah. Let me look for it. Probably 18, 18. First Samuel 18. It's important you see this. And it came to pass on the morrow that the evil spirit from God came upon Saul and he prophesied in the midst of the house. And David played with his hand as at other times. And there was a javelin in Saul's hand. Next line. And Saul cast the javelin for he said, I will smite David even to the wall with it. And David... Avoided out of his presence twice. It means this guy threw the javelin twice at him. But the Bible says David avoided. They couldn't get David. Uh-uh. He deals with knowledge. He even probably knew how the guy was going to react 
When he's coming, listen, you're not, listen, you're, you're a prepared man. You're not preparing. You're, you're prepared. When we became born again, to this world we are prepared. Let me show you. Next line. And Saul was afraid of David because the Lord was with him and was departed from Saul. Now listen. A fool would have said, why is this king trying to kill this young guy? But the Spirit of God tells you, Saul was afraid. David was not dodging because he was scared. He was dodging because Saul was afraid. He knew, he, knew that, he, knew, he knew something had shifted in the spirit. It was just a matter of time. Now some of you say, David, David is so amazing. He's so amazing. How could he have? How? 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 Understanding. How? Saul was afraid of David because the Lord was with him and was departed from Saul. Next line. Therefore, Saul removed him from him, okay, and made him his captain over a thousand, and he went out and came in before the people. <clears throat> Next line. And David behaved himself wisely in all his ways. He, he, I mean, the guy was not, the guy, David, it was not a mistake. The Bible says David behaved himself wisely in all his ways, and the Lord was with him. Listen. David is not dealing based on what is happening. David is dealing based on perception and knowledge. He knows what is happening. He knows he's anointed to be king of Israel. Praise God. So at this moment, listen, many Christians, many Christians miss it. There are certain things that come your way, not because <clears throat> there's a problem. There are things that come your way. Listen, because of the word. The Bible says there's a temptation that will come to a man because of the word. Another man says, ah, things are bad. Listen, things are bad. I think I, think I can't make it. I think I can't make it. Listen, there are certain things that will come to your life, not because there's a problem, not because you're not studying, not because you're not in God. There are certain things that will come your way because of the word. Because of the word. Because of the word. Because of the word. The very experience of Joseph. Joseph is in Potiphar's house. Joseph, listen, this woman tries to come at Joseph forcefully. The scriptures are very clear. He, she comes at Joseph forcefully. She tries to get Joseph. When she tries to get Joseph, she fails, obviously. But what amazed me about Joseph, Joseph knew he, who he was. He says, in this house, in this house, Joseph said, there is none greater than I. Not even Potiphar. But he was a slave. Are you getting me? He was a houseboy. He said it. He said, he said, in this house, there is none greater. The boy is serving you, he's serving your tea, he's parking your cars, but he's conscious. It's there. It's there. He says, there is none greater in this house than I. Now, some guys, some guys have preached someone's like, why don't you be like Joseph? He ran away from sin. Ah, he didn't run away from sin. He had the consciousness that he was greater. Are you getting me? Greatness, listen, great. some people have preached this gospel wrong. He didn't, listen, he didn't, listen, Joseph did not run away from the woman because he was scared of sin. He was, listen, greatness. He said greatness. He said, I'm great. He says, there is none greater in this house than I. He, do you know that he included Potiphar? 
Neither has he kept back anything from me but thee, because thou art his wife. Listen to greatness. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, child of God. There are certain things in your life that have to be that way because of who you are in God. Listen, let me tell They have to be that way. The important thing is that you know your way. You know your way. You know your way. You, ah, yeah, yeah. You, me, I, listen, you know your way. <clears throat> certain people look at you and they'll say, you know what? She will amount to nothing. Certain people look at you and say, you know what, you can't make it. Certain people look at you and say, da, 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 whatever they say. You realize that our opinions, most, most of people's opinions are based on what people say to them. Not what God has said. A boy is cleaning your house. He's, he's cleaning, knowing he's greater than anybody in that house. He gets into a taxi. He knows he's greater than the guy in the email. He's just, he knows it. No wonder this guy, listen, no wonder this guy had to be king over all Egypt. It was obvious. It was obvious. It was obvious. No wonder he had, listen, the king, the, the king told him. The king told him. He said, listen, whatsoever you say, he said, by your word. He, he, do you realize that <laughs> the king of Egypt, listen, gave him the nation. It means whatever he said, they followed. Listen, a boy, a boy is in a house. And the master, listen, also comes to the recognition that there is a blessing in that house because of a boy. Do you realize that? As in some of you, some of the issues around you are not because you have a problem. Some of the issues are, listen, are like that because of the word in you. That's why James says, count it all joy, all joy, when you fall into diverse temptations. Into diverse temptations. Diverse, any sort, I don't care what it is, any sort of temptation. He says, count it all joy, when you fall into diverse temptations. Praise God, next line. Knowing this, do you realize knowledge? Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. It, it means when you, whenever they test your, listen, your faith, there's a patience being worked in you. Praise God. Praise God. Next line. But let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Give it to me in the message. I love the, the way the message. Go back up. <clears throat> Let me tell you, we need gifts. The Bible says, consider it a sheer gift, friends. When tests and challenges come at you. It means, let me tell you something. Sometimes it's important for you to, listen, for the lion to be cornered. Are you getting me? When the lion is cornered, you'll know it's a lion. Are you getting me? Sometimes, listen, I, I, you want any other situations to surround you. Not because, not because they're powerful. Ah, but listen. Consider it a sheer gift, friends. When tests and challenges come at you from all sides, next line, you know that under pressure, your faith life, listen, <laughs> your faith life is 
forced into the open. It means, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. It means sometimes when there is no pressure, there are certain things that, listen, men will never see. They'll never see. He says, you know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. It means your, your colors start coming out. It was important, listen, that a viper, that a viper got stuck on Paul. It, ah, yeah, yeah. It, just imagine the Bible didn't have that kapatu. Listen, where the viper did not come. It was important. It was important. It was important because that was a gift. Listen, Paul, Paul had been beaten by a storm. Paul now gets to the island. And the Bible says, as he was there on the island, the Bible says a viper got stuck on his hand. And when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, there came a viper out of the heat and it fastened its hand on him. Next line. And when the... Ah, yeah, yeah. It was not for Paul. It was for barbarians to see. <laughs> and when the barbarians saw the venomous beast hang on his hand, they said among themselves, no doubt, this man is a murderer. Whom thou... Who, whom thou, though he hath escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffereth not to live. Now listen, listen to the world creating issues. Look at this murderer. It's time for him to die. <laughs> the Bible says it fastened itself. Scripture tells us he shook off the beast into the fire and felt no harm. How they, they looked when he should have swollen or fallen down dead. Suddenly, but after they had looked a great while and saw no harm come to him, they changed their minds and said that he was God, that he was a God. Let me tell you, God told me a secret one time. You know what I was doing? I told God, why did you give us bodies? Because, you see, when you understand this thing, you start realizing, why did you give me? Apostle, I mean, you ask God. He said, why did you give me this thing? To you know what God told me in we communing? He told me to confuse the world. I said, why? He says, to confuse men, to confuse the world. I said, what do you mean? What do you mean to confuse them? He took me to the scripture. He says, he says, he said, Paul says, we have this treasure in earthen vessels. In earthen vessels. We, there's a treasure in an earthly vessel. The Bible says that the excellency of power may be of God. It means to men see a man. Listen, eh? men see a man coming at them. Kumbe, it's God. He said, I want to confuse these guys. Listen, he, God, listen, God, 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 in a man is the treasure. Hey, let me tell you, this gospel we are preaching is not of men. We are preaching a gospel, a gospel of God. He says it is the gospel, the gospel, the gospel of power. Let me tell you something. The angel comes to Mary. He gets... He says, Mary, that how, that thou art highly favored. He says, you shall have a son and his name shall be Jesus. Okay? 
He says all those wonderful things. He shall be Jesus. Mary says, wow. She says, but how shall this be? Now listen, because, listen, because of what God has put in you, the angel says, he told him, the power of the Holy Ghost shall overshadow. Let me tell you, God put in us a seed which is Christ. But the true vindication of that seed is the power of the Holy Ghost. Are you getting me? He put something in us. You get me? He called it a treasure on the inside. That's why when you carry that treasure, listen, everywhere you go, the vindication of the Holy Spirit, you move with the power of the Holy Ghost everywhere. Because Christ in you, the hope of glory, what does it mean? Because you have Christ in you. But the presence, listen, you, God never deposited that, that, that seed with hands of men. Ah, that seed was deposited with the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit overshadowed Mary. Are you getting me? So listen, when you have the seed which is Christ in you, the backing, listen, the backing of God, what, what God has to fulfill and do, listen, is backed up by the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life. That whatsoever you do is overshadowed by the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why everywhere we go, we carry a presence. When you start understanding that mystery, you start realizing that everywhere I go, the presence of God, the manifest presence of God is there. If I go somewhere, people shall be healed. I entered the room one day. I just laughed. Why? When I laughed, I realized the presence of God was here. When the presence of God, there was a woman, she had an accident. Immediately, listen, she walked. Not because I had a healing anointing. Listen, because the presence of God was in that place. You enter Mulago, not, not going to heal. Ah, God enters Mulago. Let me tell you something. Stop thinking like, stop thinking that manner that now I shall release power. Ah, when, when you enter Mulago, woof, Oof. Oof. before you touch anybody they feel it let me tell you when you carry that knowledge in God what listen listen when you have that understanding in the spirit listen things obey you and operate differently 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 now what's the wisdom here the wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way. It means there's a way that a man ought to understand. A man ought to have his, an understanding of who he is. What, what, what happens when, listen, what happens when God gets into a place? That should be your mind. When God gets, when God enters somewhere, what happens? That's how you should think. That's the way. It means when I enter somewhere, God has entered. Oh, it means God is in that place. Ah. What happens? What happens to the atmosphere when I get into a place? What happens? When I go to work, God goes to work. Are you getting me? The mindset starts shifting. Are you getting me? Why? Because you start understanding your way. Because your way is the Lord's. You see, one thing about understanding the way of the Lord is very simple. <clears throat> you cannot understand the way of the Lord. You can never understand your way until you understand the mind of God. You, you, will, you will never understand his way until you come to understand his mind. Paul, Peter says in 2 Peter 1 verse 2, he says grace and peace. He says grace and peace be multiplied to you through the epignosis of him. It means grace, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God. It means coming to the full mind of what God knows about you. Let me tell you, there's a problem. <clears throat> For a long time, men have been thinking from this mind of progressive knowledge. Progressive meaning, as God reveals something to me, I get to know it. 
The more God reveals, the more I get to know. That's wonderful. But you realize what has not yet been revealed to you has become your place of ignorance. Do you understand me? People, people think this way. They want to progress in God, which is wonderful. And the scriptures provide for it. But listen, God has said, he said grace. He says grace, divine influence, and peace. They multiply through the full and perfect knowledge of God. The Bible says through. Through, it means except by epignosis. A man cannot multiply in grace and peace. It means until men have understood the full mind of God, can they multiply in grace? The Bible says through. It means there's a place where God allows a man to come to his mind. Through his mind. The Bible says grace and peace multiply. As he is, so am I in this world. Do you realize that? It means you shall see multiplication of the grace of God working in your life when you start coming to this knowledge. Let me tell you something. Some of us, we have been privileged to know God in this understanding quite early. We, 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 listen, there are men, before you see a lame man walk, you'd fast for 20, listen, you 40 days. People would fast for 50 days before they first see their experience of a lame man walking. But listen, we are blessed to be in a generation where men have understood the full and accurate and precise mind of God. That once it dawns on you, listen, you start functioning in miracles. He said, grace and peace be multiplied through the knowledge of him. The knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Next line. According, listen, according, do you realize? According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through again the epignosis of him that has called us to glory and virtue. Now listen, I'm going to open up something right now about understanding your way. Listen, the Bible says, according, 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 as his divine power has given us all things, not some, all means all things with the exception of none. Can I, is that simple? He got, listen, God has given us all things with the exception of none pertaining to life and to godliness. Through the knowledge, through the knowledge, through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. He has called us. You see, listen, through the perfect mind of God, through the full mind of God, the Bible says, has he called us to glory? Now, when people, people think this way, people think this way, this is how they think God calls. People think that he says, hey, I've called you to glory. God doesn't do that. God does not say, I've called you to glory. He looks at you and says, glory! He says, righteousness! Holy! That's all. He doesn't say, I've called you to holiness. Ah, that's wording. He says, holy! He says, glory! Hey, let, 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 me, let me come back. Let me come up there. Let me, open, let me expound on this. Listen. Listen to the shadow of things to come. Adam. He says, 
And, and God brought animals to Adam, okay, to see what he would call them. Hey, God brought, he brought, he would bring a lion to Adam. Then he would see what Adam would call the lion. Now, the Bible says, whatsoever Adam called it, the Bible says, it became the name thereof. Hey, it means, hey, God would bring a lion. Adam says, lion. And he says, roar. It starts eating. It means, the, the word name thereof, it means the purpose, the mind behind the animal, the functioning was in the name thereof. However, that is preceded by a name. He first had to call it something. Now, Adam would look at a giraffe. He said, giraffe. It becomes, it starts functioning as a giraffe. Oh, you don't know what I'm saying. Oh, you don't know what I'm saying. Oh, oh, you don't know what I'm saying. Hey, he would look at the giraffe. God would bring a giraffe. He says, giraffe. He'll, he'll bring a bird. Adam says, eagle. Eagle. Why? Listen, Adam was created in the image and likeness of God. Whatsoever Adam called, God had the confidence that that would be the right thing. You look at things here. The other day, one day I was looking, I said, God, why did you call me Zach? I said, I went to the, the rendering. I understood. My name in full is Zechariah. When you study the scriptures, when you study the Hebrew word for Zechariah, it means Jehovah remembers. I said, what? It means Jehovah. Jehovah meaning the one true God. The redemptive God remembers. Oh, I started realizing that, listen, he didn't call me Zach by mistake. I realized that, listen, I started understanding my way. Why? Because, listen, I, he means Zechariah, which means Jehovah remembers. It means when men meet me, listen, they'll remember God. I'll bring men to remembrance. Are you getting me? Why? Why? He says, I'll send you another comforter who shall teach you all things and bring you to remembrance. It means the purpose, I start knowing my way, is that when I start teaching men, they come to remembrance of these things. Because the knowledge I'm talking about is the one, listen, the one which was before the foundation of this world. The mind that God had pertaining me and you. Are you getting me? Then I said, what do you mean? Then he said, look at Apostle Grace. It's called Grace. The mother had God. The divine influence of God on a human spirit. That's what it means. I started realizing, eh? God actually gave us names. I started realizing that men actually function by their names. That man of God, Bishop of Marriage, is called Okwendo, right? Okwendo. Okendo. Which means marriage. The other man. Look at Mama Nelly. She's blossoming. Are you getting me? Marriage. So, so he saw Pastor Nixon and he said, he didn't say Okwendo. Okay, that's that. He said marriage. By the way, that man is... By the way, he's doing a marriage conference soon, with September, with Apostle Grace. Praise God. I started realizing that actually a man 
can only understand his way after understanding what God called them. Because by what he called you, the Bible says, there is the name thereof. No wonder David says, he says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He leads me beside still waters. Are you getting me? The Bible says, he restoreth my soul. He restoreth my soul. Hallelujah. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Eh? Eh? It means, listen, why, why you will walk in paths of the ways? Because of his name. It means God saw me and he said, God. He said, glory. The Bible says, through his knowledge, we have been called to, the, to glory and virtue. Now, do you realize that in this mind, when they say something to you, do you say, all the glory goes back to God? Uh-uh. He called you glory. You, you, you are the glory of God. Are you getting me? Then for you say, all the, all the glory. Why? Listen, God has called you glory. Now you want to take it back. God looked at you and said, virtue, excellence. Listen. Listen. Get me the amplified version. Amplified or message for, 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 for Psalms 23. Psalms 23. I think the message... Verse, verse 3. <clears throat> he says, true to your word, you let me catch my breath and send me in the right direction. Let me tell you, let me tell you, Jesus, the Bible says that you are born of the incorruptible word of God, which lives and abides forever. That means you are the word of God. It means he has called you the word. And listen, when we understand this mind, you start realizing that actually he leads men based on what he actually called them. The Bible says, to whom he did for you. The Bible says he conformed to the image of his son. The word there is sumophosis. He made, he, to him he foreknew. He, it means when God was meditating, he had the form of you. As he, the form of his very son, Jesus Christ. That's, that's the form. The word sumophosis, meaning he, you, you, you are the very form. He says, listen, he says, to whom he did foreknow, he did conform. The word is sumophosis. It means by his meditation, God conformed you to the image of his son, Jesus Christ. Now look, look at the mind of God. He says, for whom he did foreknow. He did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son. That he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Praise God. Praise God. Now, look, listen. Look at what God has called you. It means he was there meditating. He said, glory. He said, Christ. He said, Jesus. Are you getting me? 
No wonder I start realizing that whenever we get into meditations, we come to the thoughts and plan of who God is. It means by, by the grace of meditation, you actually, like, it's like you log in into where he set you. Are you getting me? You get into where he set you. Praise God. He says, do not let these words of the Lord depart from your mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein. That thou mayest observe. It means you start observing your life. You start observing. You start observing. Ah, yeah, yeah. You mean all this? Oh, oh, Abba. All this? This kind of ministry. This kind of marriage. This kind of business. Why? He says that thou mayest observe. The word there is Shema. Observe. Observe. To do according to what is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. And then thou shalt have good success. Listen. Understanding his way. Understanding his way. Is actually apprehending that which Christ apprehended of you. That's it. That's it. That's it. Paul uses the Greek word there, katalambano. It means apprehend. It means you take a hold. Are you getting me? When you see certain things that you are Christ, you take a hold of it. Are you getting me? You don't take it lightly. You say, I'm Christ. You take a hold of it in the spirit. That's apprehending that which he apprehended you of. It means you start taking a hold of what God actually. You see, look at the word there. I think it's Philippians. Philippians 13. 3? Philippians 3. Not as though I already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may, I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. It means, listen, when you, you come to the understanding of your way, you apprehend, you take a hold of that which also God took a hold of. Hallelujah. It means, listen, he, he, God was there meditating. He looked at your ministry. He looked at your life. He looked at your way. He looked at the glory of God. He saw you functioning. He took a hold of it. Now when the Bible says you also apprehend that which he also took a hold of. That's the place of meditation. You're taking a hold of that which he has also apprehended you of. It means there's a place in the spirit where God has also set his mind about you. He has, he, God has, oh, he has no wonder the Bible says he, he, we, we are the focus of his love. He, he has focused. Now, the grace of meditation means a man starts meditating of that which God actually has also taken a hold of. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. It means there are certain things in the spirit that God has taken a hold concerning your way. He is like this. He guards. No wonder the Bible says he guards. He garrisons. Now, when a man understood, listen, when you understand what God is taking a hold of, that's what you take a hold of in your life. You hold it, listen, you take a hold of it by your life. That's why we speak in tongues like, it's not like, we, we're not mad. When we're mando sapaka, we, we are taking a hold of, of that which Christ apprehended of us. Are you getting me? You see, let me tell you something. Let me speak to the women. Listen. No man is looking for a woman. No man is looking for a woman. Men don't marry women. 
Can I say that again? No man, Pastor Nixon, is looking for a woman. The Bible says, he that finds, it means there's a guy looking. He that finds a wife, finds a good thing. Now, the scriptures say, you are a wife. Then you say, me, I'm a little girl. He that finds, if I'm a woman, I become a wife immediately. Instantly, instantly, instantly. I, I stop being, listen, listen. Apostle Grace always tells you, you be women who are not married. Listen, hang out with married women. No, no, listen. There is a mind of you taking, listen, receiving the grace that's upon them. But listen, you're hanging out with them because you're your wife. Hey? You're up. Some, listen, some women are not married because they are women. They are girls. That day you become a wife, that one they find. They find. They find. They find. Wife. No, listen, listen. It's very simple. It's very simple. Because, listen, God told us in the spirit, he said that he that finds a wife, the word is not, listen, the Bible says obtains. The word there is collects. I want to collect favor. Hey, I want to collect favor. Now listen, listen, listen. 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 When, 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 when James tells us to be doers of the word, let me tell you, the meditation now is becoming the word, is apprehending that which Christ apprehended of you. Do you realize that? Listen, becoming, be, being a doer, the word is ginomai. Is that's, that means you apprehend that which Christ apprehended. You don't, you don't learn the word. Uh-uh. You become the word. So when the Bible says, he that finds a wife, woman, 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 become a wife. How you get him? Start exercising yourself like you're married. Exercise. Exercise. Exercising yourself. Exercising. Listen, you cannot exercise yourself in the spirit. I don't care how you look like. I don't care where you come from. I don't care what covers you. I don't care. Listen, the moment you become a wife, listen, they will seek you out. I don't care how old you are. I don't care what failed. I don't care. Listen, the moment you become that word. Listen, there's a guy looking. There's a woman now it's the word of knowledge. There's a woman in this place. She has been divorced two times. Now I'm speaking to you right now. I'm speaking to you right now. Right now. Listen, listen to me. Listen to me. Become. <laughs> Become. I don't care. Become. Hallelujah. You see... When the Bible says, as we behold the glory of God as in a mirror. It means, you hold a mirror. The Bible doesn't say God is in the mirror. Ah, you are beholding. As we behold the glory of God. As in a mirror. The Bible says we are metamorphosed into the very image. From glory to glory. But the beautiful part about this is that what you are looking at is you. That's what happens when a man is reading the word. The Bible says, if you be Christ's, then you are Abraham's seed. 
You start saying, I am Christ. I am Christ. I am Christ. Are you getting me? I am Christ. That's the call. That's it. Let me tell you, this generation is of the word. It's a generation of the word. The word. Not words. The words. Which is Christ. As you behold, as in a glass, the glory of God. The Bible says you're metamorphosed into the very image from glory to glory. Oh, Labasaga. Listen, the spirit of God. Listen, there's a grace in this place right now. Right now. For God to prove actually what you are. By his mind, by his mind, that, that his mind now may become your way. Are you getting me? That Listen, you realize that his mind now has become your way. That the ways now, that the ways of God now may become obvious. Why? Because of his way. The wisdom now is that, that, that the wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way. How he's working in your life. When you understand this child of God, there are certain things that cease. There are certain things that cease being issues. There are certain things that cease being issues. Praise God. For the Bible says something. I want, I want to just close. I want to close, but before I close, I want to open this scripture. I want to close. I feel like praying. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Ephesians. Ephesians 1. Let's start from verse 7. The Bible says, in whom we have the redemption, we have redemption through his blood, his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace, wherein he has abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence. Listen, listen. You may study later. You may study Ephesians, actually, is a book. I remember Apostle Grace has said, and I'll repeat it. You will never understand the mind of God pertaining your life except by this book. This book actually reveals the heavenly mind, the mind, the predestinated mind of God pertaining your life. You, when you study the book of Ephesians, you start realizing there are certain things that God actually, actually formed and did before this world was formed. When you start understanding that pattern, you start realizing that this world now starts responding to what you are actually in God because you have understood the mind of God pertaining your life. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace, wherein he has abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence. The word here is Sophia for wisdom and prudence is phronesis. Now, let me, let me, let me, let me just help you understand something as I close. When Solomon is appointed king of Israel, the Bible says he used to offer in the high places. And because he offered in the high places, he gave a wonderful offering to God. The Bible says a thousand bullocks. The scriptures tell us that God could not wait to speak to this man. The Bible says he came to him at night in a dream. God, God first wanted to ensure that he, he kills the pride. And the, you know, Solomon's pride and purpose and all, he killed it. He starts speaking to him in a dream. He tells him, listen, tell me what you want me to do for you. Tell me what you want to give me. Solomon says, you see, I'm a young man. This whole place is full of wise men. I do not know how to go in 
ought to come out. It means he never knew his way. Solomon never actually knew his way. He was honest to God. He says, I don't know how to go in, neither do I know how to go out. He said, give me an understanding heart. Do you realize that? He says, give me an understanding heart. That's all you need. Give me an understanding heart. Listen, the moment understanding settles in your spirit, the Bible says, he says, wisdom rests in a heart of understanding. The Greek word there, the, the word there, Hebrew word is skill. It means skill. The skill, phronesis. That place that does miracles in the lives of men settles in a heart that's understanding. One day we went to Heart Institute. I was, let me tell you something. I have seen miracles, but sometimes it, it gets too much. I got into a place and every person we were touching heart was getting off their bed. Now, listen, this is deeper understanding that has to settle in that heart of that kind of mind for God to function like that. Because, you see, when the understanding of God is in your spirit, what happens? The skill, the necessary ability to execute what you must execute and do starts coming out of your life. You start seeing things working in your life, not because uh, you work too hard. We don't work hard. That's a lie. Oh, the God we believe in worked so hard. You understand? We Listen, because I understand what that which he has apprehended of me, the skill to execute your business, the skill to function in your ministry, the ability to minister starts working in your life. Why? Because of that understanding. Many men don't understand. Solomon's problem was understanding. He didn't know how to come in, neither did he know how to go out. The Bible says, because you have not asked for riches and a long life, riches and honor. He says, not only will I give you an understanding heart. Not only, let me tell you something. Let me tell you, there are certain things God is about to do in your life. Not because, listen, let me say this. Not because you prayed too much. Because you have understood, listen, his way. Some people don't, you have, some people, the problem is, they have never understood his way, the way he does. What is his way? The moment his way settles in your spirit, listen, there are certain things that just rest. You start seeing your life going above and above and above and above. Not, listen, I'm not here because I work hard. Ah, when I understood, eh, opportunities started coming my way. It is, that's how it works. You don't need to. You don't have to be the, the biggest, craziest prayer warrior. It's wonderful to pray, but listen, I pray that God, listen, may impart an understanding into your life. This night, some of you, someone, God is going to open His mind to you. God is going to open His mind to you, and because His mind has been opened unto you, understanding settles in your life. And when that understanding has set in your spirit, there are certain things that are going to work, listen, supernaturally in your life. Not because you pray too much. Not because you fast. Not because you do this and that. No, 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 no. It's because you have understood how he works. You have understood his way. The way of Christ has become your life. Are you getting me? You start to realize that this life I live now is no longer my life. This life has become his. Are you getting me? It's him working in me. Are you getting me? Fulfilling all that he must do and has to do. Everything, listen, that God, listen, spoke about your life, he has to do. Listen, he has asked for one thing, an understanding heart. An understanding heart. And under some of you are going to have the biggest ministry in this world. Not because you prayed. Some of you are going to have the one, most wonderful families in this world. Not because you're wonderful. Ah, or because you've understood. Hey. You have understood. 
The Bible says there seemeth a way that is right before men. But the Bible says the end thereof, the end thereof, the end thereof is the ways of death. Let me tell you, certain people have been suffering. They have been struggling. Not because, no, because there was a way in you that you thought was right, but it was not of God. There's a way. It seemed right to you. But now you have realized that the end has become ways of death. Your business doesn't function. Your business doesn't work. Your marriage is not working. Your, your, everything is not working. Your kids are funny. Oh, you want to have a kid, you can't. You're, you know, you're, you're there. You, no, no, no. Listen, child of God, child of God, I beseech you by the masses of God that you might understand his way. Once his understanding settles in your spirit, there are certain things that will be quickened in your life. Quickened in your life. That's why in Matthew 13, 15, I want to end verse 15. You may get to your feet. Verse 15. I want to pray. I, I feel like I just want to pray. Matthew 13 verse 15. It says, For this people's heart is wax gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes have closed. He says, List any time. They should see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and should understand with their heart. And should be... Listen, listen. Listen. The preceding line... Be, be, before conversion is understanding. When understanding settles, conversion happens. You become the Greek word there for sumo forces. When understanding listen, settles into your heart, you, you take on the form of God. God starts becoming evident in your life. Listen, he starts working in your life beyond your ability. There's some people who are trying to work so hard. Listen, work so hard. Listen, God worked so hard in you. Are you getting me? Oh, mando sikalaba. Oh, raba segelelelele basonda gaseba. Lirelelele basoba kose pradava hasa lagui andalaba. Listen, just lift your hands to heaven. Lago sabasa. Start praying. Listen, certain words have been spoken to you today. Start praying right now. I pray that the mind of God, the full mind of God may be revealed unto you. I pray that the revelation of Jesus Christ may be take form in your life. That the understanding, that the eyes of your understanding may be flooded forth with light. In this mind you cannot be sick. Understand, listen, that you cannot be sick. Understand that you cannot be broke. Understand that you cannot be beggarly. Understand that you cannot fail. Understand that you cannot live in doubt. Why? Because he, listen, he foreknew you. The Bible says, Lord, we understand. I pray that you may take a hold of this. Take a hold of that which Christ apprehended of you. He has called you the glory of God. He has called you the righteousness of Christ in Jesus Christ. He has called you the sanctified of God. He has called you holy and blameless. He has called you perfect in all his ways. 
Lord, we thank you that we are the glory of God. There are certain things that have to work in your life. God is here. Hey, he's ready to perform that which he has brought on. Do you understand? God is performing something in your life. This is beyond whether you believe or not. This is his working. Oh, God, change our lives. Oh, you change our lives. glory is everything God is and has he has said in his word he says through the full understanding of God through the accurate and precise mind of God he has called you the glory of God he says glory the Bible says he leads you in paths of righteousness for his name's sake what he calls you is his name he does not call you what he's not listen God will never call a man what he is not. Men call men what they are not. Listen, God calls men what he is. Listen, God cannot call you what he is not. Understand that. God has never called a man what he is not. He looks at Abraham. He was called Abraham. He told him, from this day I have called you Abraham. Meaning, father of men. He is the father of spirits the bible says he is the father of spirits he looked at abraham and called him abraham because he is the father of spirits now listen i want to say this in your life whatsoever thing god has called you he also is that let me tell you something whatsoever thing he has called you whatsoever thing he spoke to you he is that very thing Listen, listen, God does not, men call men what they are not. God only calls us what he is. Oh. Hey. 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 
God only calls you what works in his life. Listen, receive that understanding. That, and let, by the Spirit of God, I pray that that understanding may become open unto you. In Jesus' mighty name. <laughs> oh! <laughs> now listen. <laughs> it means he called you glory because he is glory. He called you favor because he is favor. He called you grace because he is grace. He called you righteousness because he is the righteousness. That's why you, you had to be the one. You are the word of God. You, you are the one. Listen. <laughs> you are the word of God. That's why I'm confident that you can never fail because the word of God cannot fail in your life. Listen, it cannot fail. Listen, for me, I'm persuaded. I'm beyond persuasion that everything in my life, me, I'm, I'm telling you now, for me, everything in my life, everything God called me, I am. I am not shy about it. Listen, I am everything that God has called me. This is my place of faith. Let it be yours too. Everything God has called me. Listen. If you're in this place and you have never received Jesus Christ, if you're in this place and you've never received Jesus Christ, can you kindly raise your hand and you want to receive Christ? If there's anybody in this place, if there's anybody in this, is there any man? Clap for them. Is there any man, any person somewhere? Where? Oh, come on, clap for God. Clap, 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 clap. There's a man. There's. Can you kindly bring him forward? Bring, 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 bring him or her forward. Please. If you want to receive Jesus Christ, kindly come forward. Someone bring them. Someone bring them, please. Thank you. Please bring them forward. Bring them forward. You are what God calls you. Come on, clap, 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 clap. Yeah, this gospel. Let's come here, let's come here. Let's come here, let's come here. Let's come. Come on, clap until they're all here. Come on. Mandoba Sekiniba. Listen, you realize that they were called to salvation. This is what God is trying to say. You were called long time before you were born. You were called to salvation. You were called. This it's not just happening right now. He called you saved. Hallelujah, more coming.
just just raise your hands. Just raise your hands. We thank God. Say, Father God, I thank you that I'm here today. Say, I believe in my heart that you raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Today, Jesus is Lord of my life. I am born again. I have received the Holy Ghost. I have received the power of God. I have received the power of God. You are saved this day. You are born again. The devil has no power over your lives. Because you are God's. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Let's pray for the offering. Father God, I want to thank you for the giving of your people. Father, I thank you that every man is blessed in this place. I thank you that we give big in this ministry. Because you have granted us big hearts. Father, I thank you, Lord, that every man, every man in this place, you have blessed the works of their hands. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Say, brother, go. Yeah.
The message you have just heard was brought to you by Fenero Ministries International. For more information, contact us on telephone number 041-466-4291 or email us at fenerocompala at gmail.com. You can also find us on the web at www.fenero.org. Or better still, feel free to join us every Thursday for our weekly fellowships at Uma Multipurpose Hall from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. You can also catch the live stream at livestream.com slash Fenero. Fenero. Make manifest. Thank you.